I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast. Podcast for Saturday the 29th of October. Um, You'll be noticing, if you're a patron right now, uh, that we are missing one Andy Vaughan. And, you know, he did phone me about 15 minutes before this and he looks fucking terrible. So I thought I would just start the podcast by outing him as not being very well just now. So uh, if anyone could just send a get well soon message to Andy, um, that would be great. But we do have... A rather strong performer from last week. Dave has returned. How are you doing, Dave? Yeah, not bad, man, not bad. I thought we got rid of Andy for a second. I mean, I'm working on it, mate. I, 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 there's only so much polonium I can put in this tea. Um, you know, but yeah, so, I mean, pretty last week. So, overall, I think a pretty good week for a man who who has been, uh, with, the, with the exception of a game that was cursed purely by all of us really <laughs> wanting to pick it on the podcast, you had a great week. Even calling out a correct score and you're you're outsider. So I mean we'll delve into that there. Um but yeah, I just I just thought that was worth mentioning for everyone. So yeah, Dave's on this week and we'll be back uh, and we'll be uh, recapping his picks from his excellent picks from this week and uh, giving us some picks for the week ahead. So I'll start with Andy's because that's generally how we roll it round. Uh he took Celtic to beat Hearts in a game he expected to get an early payout on and didn't. Uh, this game was fucking mental. Celtic ended up winning at 4-3 after a Lauren Shankland heart, a hat-trick for Hearts. Um, yeah, it was a it was a cagey one there. VAR, it was the first use of VAR in an old firm game, or in a game involving the old firm in Scotland. Yeah. It was so contentious. Like, just stuff given for handballs and various, and people, uh, they're having a bit of fun with it. They, they got the mileage out of VAR in that game, but uh, his banker did come in. Uh, so that was Celtic. And it, and it was one to three in there. How, how's that gone down? Bar, Munchlock, Scottish, not well. Or? Well, the first game was Hibs St. Johnson. And yeah. uh, we sold out our stadium for it. So we had our highest home attendance by making all the tickets like a fiver. Um, we ended up losing 2-1 after we up 1-0. And uh, that was the first game of VAR. So I just consider VAR a, a failure. There was no contentious decisions. <laughs> I just consider VAR a failure. No, it's there's been some weird stuff already. Um Rangers Livingston at the weekend as well. Um, they had a couple of decisions in there. The Celtic one was, they're just getting used to it just now, but um, yeah, it's going to be a, a long road before we're at the, I mean, I think the, the EPL, the English Premier League now have kind of got it down a bit. Like the decisions don't, well, I mean, what do you think? Do you think decisions are still taking ages? Um, or They're not taking as long as they were. I still think there's, there's decent, contentious decisions with it. There's yeah. still decisions in mind that aren't clear and obvious. And I think there's nothing worse when you're at a game and your team scores and you celebrate and then actually you think, oh, hold up. Yeah. <laughs> I've got like three minutes to find out if actually going or not. Absolutely. Like, that's, the, that's the one thing about it, that it's the fan experience that deteriorates. But um, yeah, it's some... 
some interesting uh, some interesting games in the the SPL last weekend with Rangers drawing and and, Hart and Celtic getting that late win. I don't. I mean, a slight sidebar here. Did you watch? Did you see any of Celtic Shakhtar? Um, I didn't. Shakhtar had the worst miss I've ever seen. Like worse than Chris Evolumas versus Norway for Scotland. Worse than any miss you can think of. A guy who's played in clean on like through on goal. The goalkeeper Joe Hart is standing at the front post with the guy past the ball, and he tries to control it and controls it in a way that he just dribbles it past the post. I'll stick it in the group afterwards. Mm. Uh, it is terrible. It's the worst miss. They were one each as well, so they lost that game two one. So they were very lucky last night to get anything out of that. But yeah, so Andy's back. Ronnie Rosenthal's for uh, yeah. you're, you're Ronnie Rosenthal's for Liverpool against Villa, where yes. he's a bar from about two yards out. Yes, that's. Um, I mean. Ha- I played an 11s game a couple of years ago that I still get sticking in my work for missing an absolute sitter. And the only the only thing that I can say about it is there was a guy who missed a worse one later on that gets it so much worse than me. So if he had if he hadn't missed a worse sitter, I'd be I'd be you know pariah. Um, but yeah, so Andy's Andy's banker did come in. I got a banker in. I think in the quickest succession anyone's ever got a banker in. I'd, I'd taken over 0.5 first half goals in the Dortmund game. Jude Bellingham scored after one minute and eight, uh, one minute and 28 seconds uh, to, 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 to to take this bet in and they ended up scoring a whole bunch of goals and they ended up winning that game 4-0. Good result midweek against City too. Um, holding out for a holding out for a result in there. But um, yeah, so that came in uh, which left Ajax, you know, one in fifty versus Valvik. Uh, so, Dave, how did it go on? Yeah, so it was Dutch uh, league and it was working at Ajax and uh, like Ajax at one to four, and they actually won the game four one in the end. Uh, Warwick had a goal disallowed in the eleventh minute. Uh, I, I, to be honest, I didn't see it, so I wasn't sure what it was for. But then Ajax took the lead. Uh, they equalised to go one one at half time, but. Ajax took control of the game after that and once they reached on the lead in the 53rd minute they scored again 62nd and 81 so pretty yeah. comfortable in the end to be honest It was a comfortable win for them I've seen that actually as well because I did messages with going oh it's only Dave to go and Andy just sent me a screenshot of like they're already up by two <laughs> so the, game, <laughs> the game's, game's done uh, three six five five. so Banker Treble did come in uh, and, a, and a good result overall there but um, so on to the value then uh, and First blot in Andy's copybook, he took Falkirk versus uh, Falkirk versus Kelly Hearts. Kelly Hearts won this game 3-2. Uh, they were 2-0 up within about 20 minutes here. Falkirk brought them back, uh, brought a couple of got, got, got a couple of goals back, but Kelly were Kelly were the better team here and, and ran out 3-2 winners. So no value for Andy. Uh, my value um <laughs> highlights uh, my new favourite player in the French League. Uh, I am, of course, referring to the game between Concarno and Villefranche. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't get a correct scorer on him, right? Because, obviously, <laughs> it's the Liga Nationale. Um, but Gary did mock up a fantastic uh, graphic for me um, uh, on, on Twitter for the for my Concarno starlet. But, uh, yeah, of course, referring to Adrian Boutra, who got a first-half 30-minute hat-trick uh, in the game versus Villefranche to win this game 4-1 for them um, good result overall this was Friday night and it kicked off at 10-11 to 11, so decent result in the value for me Dave how was your value? Uh, yeah I wish I'd have left this one to Andy to be honest <laughs> he else, but yeah it was uh, Bochum against Union Berlin and uh, 
We all loved a bit of Union, didn't we? 10 to oh, 11. But... Great pick, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not uh, on paper. Uh, Bockham won the game 2-1 in the end. Uh, Bockham took the lead just before half-time through uh, Hoffman. And uh, they went up 2-0 in the second half. don't know if you saw any of the game, but to be fair, it's a fantastic goal. For, oh, uh, was it? Was that Belton? The second, yeah. It was a great build-up. It was like, even the commentators were like, this is like mental or like the bottom of the league and they play football like this against top. But then uh they got a penalty, um Union to get back into it. Uh Pantovic, his next uh Bokken player, misses the mm-hmm. penalty. I mean, it was never a penalty in a million years. Yeah. It was when, it, it, the guy trod on the uh, striker's foot from a corner and the rest just went to VAR. We looked at the uh video Gave a pen, it was never a pen either. But that, they pulled all back in the 93rd minute. But I mean, to be honest, that Union were terrible. They, they, they created nothing. And I know they don't create anything anyway, but like, yeah. Yeah, if you're, not, if you're not creating anything, yeah. you don't score those chances, you're not creating, you're, you're not going to have a yeah. great game. But yeah, I mean, I'd still, I, I looked at Union this weekend and fancied them again. But, you know, yeah. I would take them as a pick. But um, yeah, I don't think it was a particularly bad pick. I think you just ran into a bit of the old. Uh, Pick of the week curse. So um we'll we'll leave that. There'll be no picks of this week, no pick of the week this week. And uh on to the outsiders. So Andy's were first back in his own team versus St. Mirren, lost the game 2-1. So all we can really say about that, he wasn't at the game. Uh, but yeah, uh, St. Mirren beat United 2-1. My outsider, I was really happy with up until about the 70th minute in this game. So I had been talking quite a bit about how much I liked um Ternana. Versus Genoa, it obviously they'd, Genoa have came down from Sierra A, Ternana are a, a perennial team in this league. Uh, they're top of, they were top of the league at that point. They went up 1-0 uh, and up until about the 70th minute were doing really well. Uh, Genoa subbed a boy on, he scored a minute later and set up the next one. So a bit of an impact sub. Uh, they went on to win that. Genoa went on to end the game 2-1. But yeah, you know, I, I, haven't, <laughs> I haven't backed them previously and I won't back them again. <laughs> they're a fleeting visit <laughs> on the podcast. So no outsider for me. But as I alluded to earlier on, Dave, how was yours? Yeah, so it was uh, Chelsea United uh, in the Prem. And uh, it was a light kickoff on the Saturday. And uh, I liked the draw. I did say I liked the 1-1 draw as well, which is exactly how it ended. Uh, United were on top, to be fair, uh, mm-hmm. first half, but went in 0-0. And thought we were cruising to a nice 0-0, which, you know, you'd attack it all day. And then Scott McTominay decides to... Uh, do a bit of wrestling in the box from a corner. It was very much a penalty. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pen, which uh, Georgino converted. And I'm thinking, nice one, Scott. You've just cost me my head order. Uh, and then good old Casemiro just pops up in the 94th minute with a header. And the man get 1-1. Uh, yeah. yeah. That, re- that, that Real Madrid feeling, isn't it? You just don't yeah. know when to lose that team. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I mean, great result on the outside. They're calling out that. I think it'll be 1-1, was, was excellent. We need to get you a clip of that. Um, but yeah, a, a great result for you, Dave. Unfortunately, as we take them all as a, a kind of doubles and trebles, it, there was no result for, for me or Andy in there, but a great result in there for you, Dave. And that led us on to this week's charity, which uh, I probably shouldn't have got so wide about last week. Um, so I'll start with Andy first. He'd Copenhagen versus Micheland to be draw uh, a draw or a Micheland. It was a draw. Boy got lucky though. Uh, uh, Copenhagen missed a penalty in the 85th minute uh, they, to, to, to win the game 2-1. But you, you take these chances and he's taking the draw away. So that came in for him. 
Do you want to talk about yours before I uh, let it all down? Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Mine was uh, Saturday at uh, three o'clock in the championship and it was QPR against Wigan and uh, QPR were 10 to 11 here and they won the game 2-1. So uh, Sam Field opened the scoring for QPR after 12 minutes. Uh, Wigan got a goal back through Broadhead on the 22nd, but two minutes later, uh, Leo Balligan put QPR back ahead, and that's how it stayed for the rest of the game. It went great second half, not much happened, but, you know, nice 2-1 win there. It was a great result because I backed it on my, my five-team arc. I backed it on a couple of other things as well. So it was it was the only green in an otherwise red <laughs> coupon uh, for me, uh, which takes it on to me in the charity bit. Um, a pick that cu- cu- a couple of people had uh, recognised separately as well. Uh, this was Regina versus Perugia. Uh, I really fancied Regina because they've been playing really well. They went 1-0 down. to. So I'm going to take you through this whole game because I watched it all on the, the, the Bet365 player. So... Started off with Perugia getting a goal that could have been varred off because the guy just, they play a long ball over the top. The guy just pushes, Haaland style, pushes the defender onto the ground and runs through and scores. And they go to VAR, it's contentious. It goes to Perugia's way, it's fine. Perugia then get a man sent off, getting booked four minutes apart. Fantastic. They then score two additional goals to go 3-0 up away from home. One of the goals were a deflection, they get a penalty. The next one was you know, Regina are pressing them and the, the keeper's made some outstanding saves for Perugia. He looks a bit like Stuart Armstrong if he was much taller. <laughs> um, so they're, 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 he's through on goal. I'll put the highlights in the group. The guy miskicks the ball, but miskicks it in a way that it bounces off the keeper and back out and it dribbles in. It barely crosses the line. Doesn't have the, it's like a putt that almost doesn't roll in. It's that thing. So we were all like, this is fucked. Regina then get two goals back. They, they, they bring on... Um, they bring on a couple of strikers in the second half and they get two goals back in the 80th and 87th minute. I'm thinking, well, maybe we're not dead here. Nah, they just, they, Regina managed to, they, they, they missed, I mean, listen to the stats in this game. 27 goal attempts, 14 of which were on target. They had 73% possession, six shots off goal, seven block shots, 23 kicks. The other side, the, the, the bar is so low in some of them. It's like, they had one, uh, Perugia had one shot off goal and they had seven shots on goal and they scored three goals. Regina had scored two from 14. That's some, uh, you know, that's the complete opposite of Union Berlin, isn't it? It's being very inefficient yeah. with your, your goals. So I killed the charity and I unfortunately put it on again this week. But, you know, uh, not really much more to say to that other than, um, yeah, a bit, bit disappointed there, but... Overall, not a bad week, really. Uh, especially for Dave, um, who went three out of four. So this is the part of the show where we head into our break. If you are on the Patreon, you will continue to see our lovely faces and uh, we will to hear the stuff we didn't think made the cut for the show this week and we might chat about some about some other things as well. Maybe Florida-based sports. Dave's wearing an Orlando uh, t-shirt and I've got a Marlins hat beside me. So... Uh, yes, to join our Patreon, if you'd like to access all this content, uh, it's about £6 a month. Um, you can go to www.trampledbet.com and you can see on there and access the link to our Patreon. So catch us there. Me and Dave will go to the midsection and talk some shit. Dave, let's go to the midsection. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. 
Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So after that advert, I'm sure you all enjoyed. If you're not on Patreon, uh, we will move into this week's picks. Um, so obviously there's no Andy uh, this week, so it'll just be me and Dave trying to hit the eightfold. Um, I mean, I did think about like trying to do his picks for him and just like having a look at Japanese football and maybe taking Union Berlin. And you've but already. He can't, he can't pick anything in Japan, Lily. No, he can't. So I mean, even the Uruwa Red Diamonds have let him down. So. Um, yeah, well, I, I did. I, I don't endeavour to guess for him here, so I'll start us off with something what I think is nice and simple. Man City to beat Leicester, banker away, one to four. I mean, I backed Leicester twice in about the last six weeks, and both times they've been fucking rubbish. And <laughs> I, and I can't. I mean, Dortmund did well to keep them out uh, the other night, and you know, obviously Riyad Mahrez missed a penalty in there. Um, He's not. He's just not that good at taking penalties. I don't know why they keep giving them them. Um, but they'll have more than enough to beat Leicester in my eyes. Um, and you can get them at one to four to do so. I actually had a look around. Um, three to eleven is the price of Hills, which I've never seen down as a a, fra- a used fraction in, in sports betting. But yeah, City at one to four, easy for me in this one. Um, so, Dave, what have you got, banker wise? Uh, so mine's uh, it's a quarter past three kickoff on a Sunday in La Liga. Yeah, yeah. And it's Real against Girona, and you get Real Madrid again, one to four. Yeah. Uh, you know, Real are top thirty-one points. Girona have only picked up nine points from their eleven games. They're in eighteenth. Uh, Real top of the form table. Uh, Girona are twentieth in that form table. They're only taking two points from the last five. Girona uh, only took one point from their five away games this season, whereas obviously Real have taken 13 points from their home games. Uh, you know, they've, they've just recently beat Barca, they've, they've beat Athletic, uh, Benzema's won the Ballon d'Or. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it can't really yeah. go much better for them at the moment, can it? No, I mean, Girona haven't won in the last uh, six either. They've lost the last four, drew two. I think it should be pretty comfortable for Real, even though they did get beat last night in the Champions League. But I think yeah. they did make a couple of changes. But Benzema was injured, so I don't know if he's back for the weekend. But if it's not, they should go, they've got enough to cover with uh, Alverde and uh, yeah, Benzema has has been scoring some mental goals at the yeah, start of the season. Isn't that mad? Apparently, it, it costs four point five million. <laughs> When they picked him up, <laughs> they've just got that South American connection. Like they, they just yeah. have that. That's, I mean, a lot of the guys that we play baseball with are huge Real Madrid fans. South American guys, Central American guys, and they're all like massive Madrid fans. I don't know how Real have done it, <laughs> but they just seem to get the pick of anyone on that continent that they fancy. Yeah. So um, they, must, they must have something over there that sets up like a camp or something that is like. Get them going and get yeah. them in Madrid or 
Possibly. I mean, there's the, there's, there's just the Spanish connection in that in that neck yeah. of the woods as well. But um, yeah, people just seem to love Real. Uh, at that. But so yeah, I mean, enough to beat Girona at one to four. I think that's good in there. I don't have the odds for both of us combined there, but uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm assured that you know some good bankers there. On to the value section, uh, and I will take us to a traditional kickoff Sunday, uh, 4.30 in the Bundesliga. This is uh, Freiburg away at Schalke, and I really like Freiburg here. Um, they are, I mean, outside of Union, probably a sneaking kind of overall uh, up towards the top of the league uh, performance here. If it wasn't for Union playing so well at the moment, people would be like, oh, Freiburg are doing pretty damn good. Um, they're away at Schalke, who are rock bottom, taking six points from their first 11 games. Freiburg are taking 21 points from their 11. Freiburg's away form um, has been pretty, pretty good. They did get cuffed by Bayern, but a lot of teams will. Um, but they have beaten, um, they, they, they have had some decent results when they're playing away already. Schalke's home, Schalke's last five games, they've lost all of them. Uh, that was a 2-1 loss to Hertha, a 5-1 loss to Hoffenheim, another 3-0 loss to Hoffenheim in the Cup, um, 4-0 win, uh, uh, sorry, a 4-0 loss to Leverkusen and a 3-2 loss to um, Augsburg in there. So they're not scoring many goals uh, and they're, they're really not playing well just now. I think Freiburg fancy their chances here. I mean, they're, they're very much of the union school of... Uh, scoring 16 goals and conceding 13. So they, they, they take their chances, but, you know, Schalke have conceded 26 in their games. So anyway, that's who I fancy for my value slot. It's Freiburg away here and they are just under even money. Uh, you can get them a 9 to 10 at 3.65. So value for me. What you got, Dave? Uh, why have we had a German sword near the top against a German sword at the bottom in a value section before? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it's not as if recent form would tell me against that, but uh, I expect Schalke to run out 9 0 winners now, I on the back of it. Um, uh, yeah, I like it, like it. Uh, cool. So uh, I'm uh, back in League Two in England, uh, Saturday at yes. 3 o'clock. More traditional, and, uh, Dave, excellent. Yeah, this is Colchester against Stevenage. And you can get Stevenage here at uh, eight to seven. Interesting. Yep, but, good odds. Uh, yeah, yeah. Steve, Stevenage is second in League Two. Here. They, they took 35 points from 16 games, uh, scoring 23, conceding 14. It's Colchester uh, down in 23rd. Uh, they've only taken 10 points from their 15 games they've played. They scored 10 goals, uh, conceding 21. You get Stevenage second in the form table there. Uh, they've, they've taken 10 from the last five, taken 14 points from their eight uh, away games as well. Whereas Colchester, uh, they've only taken four points from their last five and they've only taken nine points at home this season. Uh, both these sides played last night. Uh, Stevenage beat Doncaster 1-0 away. And uh, Colchester drew two all with Crawley, with ju- just above them in the league. Colchester's uh, only win in the last... Well, they've won two games in the last 13 games. Uh, one was against Harrogate, who are bottom, and the other was against Charlton, who you know languishing in mid-table. Uh, Stevenage, really, they lost to North Upton last week, 3-2, but they haven't been beaten in seven games in all comps before that. And uh, Stevenage won both games against uh, Colchester last season, home and away, so... I think for a team that's second against teams twenty third, eight to seven is pretty good odds there for Stevenage. 
I think I think it's good. I'm just always very comforted when you just start talking about League League One or League Two. <laughs> uh, when you can like, there's no pronunciation issues. You're not like I don't. I'm not going to pronounce this wrong. You know exactly what happens with Colchester and Stevenage. So it's a great pick in there, and it's good to, good to see you back in a league that you you know and love. So yeah, I'll be all over that. Uh, the, the value double there. So I guess that leads us on to the outsiders now. If Andy was on, he'd hate my pick. So I'm I'm actually a little bit glad he's not here for this. Um, I am in the SPL. This is Saturday at 3pm and uh, I am taking the X2 market on Rangers versus Aberdeen. I fancy Aberdeen to get something out of the game. Um, Look at the odds for that. You're getting what I consider as, I don't really know how to describe it as as, uh, spicy-ish. About two to one or just over for Aberdeen to get something out of this game. So let's talk about why. Now, Aberdeen's last three games Aberdeen's last four games, with the exception of getting pumped by Dundee United 4-0, have been quite good. They beat Motherwell 2-1, they beat Partick in the Cup, they beat Hearts 2-0 in there. Uh, you seen say how much Celtic struggled with that last week, and they beat Kilmarnock. Um, the last three games that Rangers and Aberdeen have played, Rangers won 1-1, 1-0, they drew one each and 2-2, uh, the two previous to that. Rangers are hitting a bit of a dip in form. They get crushed by Liverpool. They're going to get pumped tonight by Napoli and I don't think this is going to be a very happy dressing room getting into this game. A difficult game against Aberdeen here. Um, last week, they, they obviously drew one each uh, as we talked about uh, with Livingston. Um, uh, their fan base are very annoyed at, at how they're playing football just now and yeah, Livingston basically just marked them out of the game. David Martindale knows how to play against the old firm. He does. He plays against Rangers and Celtic really well. But the only managed to save themselves in that game with a really late John Lundstrom goal um, after Livingston went down to 10 men and they, to get something out of that. Um, Gio's not really doing it for them just yet. I still think he's a good manager and I think he will do well for them, but I, I don't think that they're having a particularly good season this season. The Champions League, they might go out with a record zero points. They're, they're very much hoping that someone wins this group or so far ahead that they don't care <laughs> and let them, you know, they could put a strong team here, but you know, they're really going to struggle tonight against a Napoli team that, you know, they beat Roma away at the weekend um, and that was a tight game. This won't be. I think Aberdeen and Rangers will be a tight game and I could see Aberdeen getting something out of it. Another draw possibly there, but I'd like the, the, the X2 market because I think they're giving you quite good odds on that. So double chance, um, two to one, 11 to 5, 21 to 10, depending on which bookmaker you choose to take it with. Obviously, you don't get a two goal payout in this. So if Aberdeen go up 2 0, you're onto plums if Rangers come back to 3 2 uh, <laughs> from that. But yeah, I think Aberdeen have got a shot here. So that is my outsider. Dave, what have you got? Yeah, I think, uh, I think if Aberdeen get the first goal as well, I think fans will turn on Rangers. It'll be a bit toxic there. And yeah. Tough to perform. And- in it, uh, I mean, if tonight yeah. they go out and get something against Napoli, this pick's going to lead off. At least. <laughs> it's going to be a six to one by the time they play this, but I just don't think they will. Yeah, nah, can't see. Uh, yeah, so uh, my outside, I believe, is the first for the uh, Trample Bet podcast. We did discuss this, I think it yeah. is. <laughs> and uh, I am in the Irish Premier Division on Friday, eight o'clock. Uh, that, that's the Republic of Ireland for any uh, international listeners, not Northern Ireland. Uh, and it's Finn Harps against uh, Dublin. And uh, you can get Dublin here at three to one, uh, which I'll find mad. Because Dublin, it's a 10 team league. Uh, Dublin are ninth, 23 points from 
34 games, scored 25, lovely conceding 64 there. Uh, but Finn Arps at the bottom, they've only took, they've took 20 points from their 34 games. They scored a few more, 36, but they've conceded 66. Um, Dublin have took four points from their last five games, whereas Finn Arps have only took two points. Uh, Dublin have took nine points from their 11 away games again Finn Arps have, only, have took 13 from their 7 home games but Finn Arps haven't won in a 7 uh, drawn 2 lost 5 the Dublin's last 2 games have had a draw and a win um, so under uh, a little bit of form maybe for that league but um, Dublin are unbeaten in the last 5 games against Finn Arps as well the, the one three, the drawn two, and the one the last meeting between these two sides at Finn Arps. I just I don't understand why Dublin are, are three to one and Finn Arps are like favourites. I mean, it's I have no idea because I've, I've never, I've never, I think it's a pick'em game, and I think getting yeah. three to one on one of these teams is it's great. Yeah, exactly. I think, and you know, I, I draft that Dublin there above them in the league. I've got a bit of form against them. Got a bit form in the last couple of games. I just, I just don't see why it's three to one. So, hey, I'm all, all about it. I don't even know if it's a two 0 up payout league. Um, uh, I am unsure. I can't imagine it is, but yeah. <laughs> um, but a good pick in there. So yeah, the outsider double. I'm sure we pretty spicy in there with with a two to one and a three to one there. So yeah, I mean that leads us on to where I fucked it last week. Uh, the, the charity <laughs> bit. So uh, for any new listeners or, or listeners that may be un- uh, familiar with this, um, we generally have three teams. Uh, we put a tenner of our own money on it. And if the, if these teams come in, we send the money to a charity of our choice. It will be me backing it because I backed Regina last week, who were roundly pumped by Perugia. Um, so yeah, so this week will be a double. So it should in theory be easier to get in. And we did get two out of three last week, but I was the weak link. So I'll start us <laughs> off with something I think that should be nice and comfortable. Um, I'll be taking this to the Sierra A. This is on Sunday um, at 11.30 in the morning. It is Empoli versus Atalanta. And I quite fancy Atalanta to win this game. You get them at the odds of 7-9 or 4-5 uh, if you chop around for that. Atalanta fourth in the league, um, right in behind Lazio, Napoli and AC Milan. They're five points behind Napoli, but only they're tied on points with Lazio and only two behind AC Milan in there. So they're, they're, they're in the Champions League spots there versus an Empoli team who are in 11th with, uh, are in 12th with 11 points after 11 games. So Empoli are very middling at the moment. Um, they're just outside the relegation uh kind of fight down there. Uh, there's a whole cluster of teams that haven't picked up many points this season through 11 games. Um, Atalanta have been pretty, pretty good away from home. Um, they drew 2-2 with Udinese, but they beat Roma, they beat Monza, they beat Verona, and they beat Sampdoria in their last five games. So they haven't lost any of their last five away games. Empoli at home, they beat Monza 1-0, but they had two losses to AC Milan and Roma and two draws with Verona and Fiorentina in there. Um, Atalanta last won this fixture when it was played away. Uh, they won that 4-1 there. They've actually won, they lost, um, they've only lost one of the last four games when this was been played at Empley. Um, they, they they tend to squeak it, but they, they had one result in there that was a 4-1. I'd like that this week. Um, I just think Atalanta will have too much for them here. They're a team who are in the, the bit of the ascendancy here. 
they are, as people may not know, not in any European competitions uh, at the moment. So they they're not being held by playing midweek or anything. You know, they're fresh into this game. I think they'll have too much for play, and it's seven to nine or you know whatever price you you end up getting at four to five. I think they're a good pick. So one half of the charity bet obviously locked in because it's coming from me. Dave, w- w- what are you rounding us out with? Yeah, so uh, my picks before yours, man, is uh, Saturday, 3 o'clock, and uh, I'm in League 2 again. Fantastic. Hartlepool uh, against Grimsby. You can get Grimsby here at 8-7. And then Fishy Boys, they're uh, 11th in the table at the minute, uh, comfortably mid-table. They've took 23 points on their 15 games, whereas Hartlepool, dead bottom, they're only took 9 points from 16 games. Uh, Grooms have been not doing too bad in the form table. They've, they've taken eight points from their last five, whereas Hartlepool have only took three. Um, Grimsby have actually got the third best away record in this league. Uh, obviously, they only came up uh, last season. Uh, they've took 16 points from their eight away games, whereas uh, Hartlepool have only taken seven points from their eight home games. Hartlepool have only won one game in their last 13. Yeah. Um, Greensby lost, lost to Barrow last night, uh, but they've drawn a, drawn two, um, won four before that. Uh, sorry, won two and drawn four games before. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've also won the last two meetings against Hartlepool, one nil and two nil. But uh, Hartlepool are really, really struggling this season. I, I can't see them staying up. To be honest, I think Greensby will have a bit too much for them anyway. But. Um, if you want to spot a League Two side, Hartlepool have got a great Scottish contingent here. You know they've got really? uh, yeah, so they've got Chris Maguire, right? Uh, forward, it's been around a few Scottish clubs and Sunderland and uh-huh. people like that. Who else uh, they got then? Jack Hamilton. Yes. Uh, and the goalkeeper, he goalkeeper Jack Hamilton. Uh, I'm not 100. percent All right, okay, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, get back to you. Uh, Brody Patterson. I mean, I, I, I don't even know who he is. That's the that's yeah. you join on for this. These all qualify as Scots abroad. Yeah, uh, Jake Hasley, Hasley, something like that. Oh, Jake, then, yeah, yeah. He was a mother or I know Saint Mirren maybe. Um, and you uh, and Murray. No, no. And, that's... Uh, so the managers Keith Carr, but their uh, first team coaches are uh, Paul Hartler. All oh, right, there you go. Then that'll be why they he's just uh, he'll be scoop, <laughs> scooping up a few a few yeah, players. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so if you're looking for, well, I wouldn't support them because they're probably going to get relegated. But <laughs> you want to be a Scottish contingent? Yeah, <laughs> they're your team. They're your team. So you're fine. What price were they then overall? Sorry, Dave. Uh, eight to seven again, Grimsby. So that's good then. So Grimsby at eight to seven, and you've got Atalanta at just under even money. So hopefully the charity bet will come in there. Um, this is the bit where we get to talk about the Facebook group and all the things that have been happening here. So we obviously had Michael Stokes last week. Um, he had, I think, won six of his bets and lost three overall profit and loss over 2.1 units. So he's doing pretty damn well so far. Um, Sean O'Malley for, for Chris Kelly, who's been fucking talking about this fight for about six months. Yeah, um, I backed it when he uh, spoke about it. <laughs> Three to one. I think he ended up going off at two to one, didn't he? Or just under two yeah, to one. Yeah, just under twos. But he, he apparently got the, a very unwarranted decision win. But hey, 
a win's yeah. a win. So well done, Kelly, there. <laughs> uh, that was overall here. Uh, obviously, me and Ollie were all about that Regina hype last week. Uh, unfortunately, we both, uh, yeah, it was it was a crap game and a, 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 a crap, excellent game to watch, just not if you're back to Regina. But um, yeah, so lots of action in there. Um, lots of members get, getting about just now. We've got a few new patrons as well. So welcome to Jacob, who, who, who joined recently. Um, yeah, so lots of action in the Facebook group. Come along and join us. Uh, you can if you just search Trample Bet Podcast in Facebook, you'll find us. Uh, you know, you fill out the little form and you can join. You can tell if you're a bot trying to, you know, uh, send all of our members two hundred betting tips that you you pretend you've got, or you're just a punter like us who who, who fancy a, a bit of a, a punt of the weekend. So, uh, and obviously we had Joey over. So uh, a bit of a story there, and that D- Dave met. We all met Joey at the uh, over the last couple of weeks. So came to Celtic Hibs with me. Uh, we ended up having to sit at the Celtic end. That was shite because uh, we <laughs> um, and roundly um, he went to. I believe with Jerome, he went to the Palace game where they won two. Uh, he went to another couple of games as well. He came and played poker with us. He was down with you at the baseball or cricket cages, really. Uh, yeah, after I took him to a took him to a baseball cage. I just thought he might be able to teach me a thing or two. And how did that go? Um, what to do to for him? Yeah, he's not bad. He did say I haven't played baseball since like, college. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, the boy can strike a ball. But he could strike a ball, no, but it was good to have him over and uh, that trample bet community is great. So uh, he was out drinking with us and uh, Adam cycling about Glasgow. He, he visited the first ever uh, international home of the first ever international match played, uh, which was Scotland, England in like 1872 or something. Um, one half of which is a bowling green, the other half is now a, a, is just a communal garden. So did that, cycled about. It was good. Good, good, good times for him. So it was great to have Joey over anyway. And it just kind of shows the strength of being a Patreon. He got access to all of us <laughs> when, he, <laughs> uh, when he when he got over here. So, uh, yeah, good result there. So, yeah, if you enjoyed listening, you know, um, feel free to follow us on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, we post quite often on Twitter just now. Gary made me a sweet graphic for my Adrian Butra pick last week. I even followed him on Twitter. He hasn't he hasn't followed me back yet, so I'll, I'll, I'll update <laughs> when uh, Mr. Butra. It's his 22nd birthday, though, yesterday, so happy birthday, Adrian. Um, but yeah, so thanks, Dave, so much for coming on. Um, and uh, we all wish Andy to get well soon uh, and come back next week with some some better picks. And uh, yeah, and just get well soon in general. So. That's it from the Trample Bet, boys. I'll say happy hunting because Andy's not here. Dave? <laughs> Bye. The Trample Bet podcast is produced by Andy Vaughn, Gordon McLarnan, and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sports-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.